Hi, Alfred here. Just had to call in. Um, been listening to your show a little bit, trying to catch up. Uh, just wanted to say how much I've enjoyed your intro music. Uh, I think you've done a really good job on that. Heard some more music from uh, TJ, and yeah, I think it's really smart. So just wanted to call in and say that. Enjoying the show as ever, and um, yeah, looking forward to more episodes. Thanks, bye. Take off your coat and stay a while We'll roll in that deep descent time Yeah, cheers, Alfred. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the calling. It is pretty excellent, isn't it? It's still not getting old. Uh, thanks very much to TJ for the theme tune. And cheers for the calling, Alfred. All right, so hi, everyone. I'm Dave Aldridge. This is Deeper Centile. I've got some good news today to share with you. Uh, but before that, one more calling. Hi, Dave. Relatively new listener to your podcast reporting in i've only really got into this podcast thing in the last uh, almost month or so i guess notice that people who leave messages have aliases so i'm going by the moniker of shandy andy i think it was shay webster who put me on to your deeper centaur i play um at shay's table on a friday um, i'm the andy that he occasionally mentions if you ever listen to his podcast and I really just wanted to leave a message and say, great job. I really enjoyed listening to your podcasts. You are the voice of reason, particularly the Jonathan Tweet Critical Role episodes. Really enjoyed those. And I think you talk a lot of sense, which I enjoy. Um, so great job, really. Look really forward to listening to a lot more of your podcasts. So thanks to Shandy Andy there. Thanks so much for calling in. It's really good to hear those messages of support. I look forward to to, to more call-ins from you. I hope you enjoy. Carry on enjoying what I'm doing. And uh, it's very nice to be called the voice of reason. I do appreciate that. I might try and... <laughs> I might try and I might play that to my kids next time I'm trying to remonstrate with him that there's someone here who says I'm the voice of reason <laughs> why don't you <laughs> cheers Shandy Shandy does that work <laughs> I don't know <laughs> thanks Andy <laughs> all right and actually I must admit to the I've got a few more call-ins I'm in the pleasant situation of being quite inundated with them so there's a there's quite a tangle of them and i apologize to anyone if i if i lose a call in in amongst the various uh, what i've been doing i've been getting involved in some um some back and forth when i've called into people's shows and they've replied and all of that gets a bit convoluted i'm not sure people want to listen to most of that but if but if something gets lost along the way in there uh, I'm very sorry about that. I mean, it is a wonderful thing to have all of these call-ins and I do appreciate them and I always try and play them where at least I think they'll make some sense to listeners. 
But what we've got now, I recorded last week, and then I thought people have probably heard enough of me last week, and I knew this week that I was going to be uh, busy for a few days, so I thought I'd save it and put it out this week. Um, and it's uh, yeah, it's a report of a pretty good experience that happened last week. Oh, it's Friday morning. I uh, don't know when this is going to go out because I've got a few things planned for next week. Uh, it's not as warm today as it has been. I've come out in my shirt sleeves. I'm a little bit short sleeves even. I'm a little bit chilly. Surprising. It was sweltering last night. But I am pretty chuffed because at the meetup last night I managed to get my black hat scenario run. I'm really happy about that. And yeah, quick quick debrief then. I would I wanted to do it while it was fresh on my way home, but my phone went and died on me. Um, but it's still reasonably fresh. And overall, I would say, yeah, it was a really positive experience. I had three, three players, all experienced gamers. I think no familiarity with the black hack. And I think two of them said at the end that they were, <laughs> they were going to adopt it as their go-to system for quick, quick games. They were going to hack it. So I think they, they obviously had a pretty positive experience of, of playing it. So I'm, I'm really pleased. The big, the big surprise, I suppose, for me is just how quickly we whipped through it. I mean, I, 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 I thought I had too much stuff and that was fine. Um, we did my Phantoms of the Coral Cave dungeon. So the idea is it's time bound. I told them, you know, we had three hours to play. So that's how long they had before the... Uh, before the tide came in and they'd have to be out of the dungeon and uh, we, did, we just whipped through it um, they were out and feeling like they'd had an experience in in about two and a yeah two hours whole thing was probably two and a quarter hours once you put in character creation so that was that was the big surprise and I think that's you know it's also the big appeal um, we had loads of combats I mean loads of combats and uh, some were quite perilous. Uh, there was nothing too fiddly. I didn't. Um, it's the way the encounters turned out. Really, we didn't have too many that had sort of. I could have thought about that a bit. That had sort of mixed type of of enemies um, with a with any complexity like that going on. There wasn't too much of that. But there were some challenging combats. I was a little bit worried at points. We'll come on to that. Um, but yeah, yeah, they had an experience. I mean, they, they did all the stuff. Uh, they had lots to interact with. They did lots of rooms. They had lots of fights. They picked up lots of cool equipment. They used some cool equipment. They had all the things that you'd want to report in a game session. But my experience of other games is that all of that would have taken much longer. So I think, yeah, overall, I'm really pleased about that. No, nobody was bothered. I mean, I, I think... Um, Nobody was bothered about not using the full three hours, actually, because uh, I think we were the last game going even then, uh, and people were happy to, to get off. And I think, actually, this time of my life, um, yeah, if you can get a session done in two and a half hours, I think that's pretty good. That's a pretty good thing, and still have done all the, you know, done all the things. It's a bit funny the way, yeah, the, the dungeon, as I planned it, had a lot of randomness. The empty rooms could have fallen out different ways. The encounters could have fallen out different ways. The equipment could have fallen out different ways. The order that they went around the dungeon could have gone different ways. So a lot of the way they experienced the dungeon was quite surprising to me. They didn't, 
they didn't get a lot of the things that well, I suppose when I designed them I designed as as warnings <laughs> they only really got as as explanations after the event but that was quite that was quite fun um, when I oh yeah the, the the resources the resources mechanics I mean I think the usage die is great but the way it ties in to you know your light resources and things like that and rations tie into the uh, the encounter table is really nice it's really neat and they really felt that the thief the thief ran out of arrows because um, we had so many fights he rolled his encounter die so many times and he ran out of arrows and that was uh, yeah you, you felt like that was the mechanics kicking in it was really good without it being too complex one thing I mean I really like the idea of having of having physical dice which are passing around to be the encounter dice but we're on quite a small table <laughs> people are lo losing track of which die was was what so that 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 gimmick doesn't always kind of pan out I wonder if I could have given them little post-its and just labeled what the resource was on the post-it and they could have kept their dice on there that might have kept it a little bit a little bit neater um, but it's no harm really to just pencil in the size of your resources die onto your character sheet um, but I think that's this these are minor minor quibbles um, we had an interesting interpretive question once the thief of course had run out of um, run out of arrows he looks at his character sheet and sees that he can always produce a dagger so um, we had the question about whether he could he would always then have a ranged attack and in the end we thought not you know we we thought at the start of each encounter he could always find one more dagger which he could then use in melee or he could throw once but we weren't going to have let him produce <laughs> dagger after dagger after dagger after dagger in the same combat and that seemed like a pretty fair ruling he was quite happy with that um, playing with experienced gamers they really liked the backgrounds I got asked what what are the races in this game and I said well what whatever you want to put in your background really so we had a kobold <laughs> we had a kobold character which I don't think I've run a game with a kobold character before but I thought that was quite fun um, I liked being able to say yeah you know I didn't I haven't got too many commitments to the nature of the game world so I said to them you know put it in the background and it's it's in the world so go for it um, so that was that was really good fun that made for some fun situations yeah, then the last thing I suppose I want to talk about is the whole, um, the whole life is cheap principle, which I really tried to emphasise at the start. I was like, it's going to take us no time at all to roll up your character. Um, life is cheap. We've got an old school feel to this. So if your character dies, don't worry. I had it set up so I could easily introduce new characters. We'll just roll you up a new one and in you come. But it didn't it didn't really pan out that way I think I've got a I think there's a I've got like an instinct I've got to keep the party alive instinct which even when I'm trying to espouse this life is cheap principle just kind of kicks in I couldn't give an explicit example of where I made calls they were the, the players were doing lots of creative things they were what if I do that what if we push him over there what if you do that? and I just you know I wanted to encourage that it's a rules like game sometimes I give them roles but you're only going to get one role and we'll do it at disadvantage you can always say yes roll with disadvantage we'll see what happens um, so there was a lot of that which helped them out a bit um, I don't know once they'd rolled up these characters and they'd 
spent you you just you're 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 constantly pleasantly surprised by experienced players um i expected backgrounds you know grew up on the streets <laughs> but i had one one kobold who was talking about his relationship to his tribe um and another character who who invented a whole cult on the spot and <laughs> talked about his his um his various kinds of ritual habits and styles of dress and all of this got used in the game and you just you know even though you want to you want to keep on with that kind of life is cheap uh life is cheap principle you just ah oh, they were attached to those characters anyway so we didn't those those combats that could have gone a lot of them could have gone either way it seemed like when it counted they were rolling lucky nobody ended up out of action so we didn't get to show off the out of action table which is quite a good fun table we had a panic table um it was quite a hard roll on the panic table when the uh, uh the thief permanently lost two points of wisdom uh, that felt quite hard it was good um but yeah so nobody got out of action so it didn't feel we had the wizard was obviously down to one hit point at one point the um the cleric got close uh, but it never never quite followed through and that surprised me because when I planned the game I thought it was pretty fatal uh, and I was going back through putting in bits of equipment that they might find that might help them out um, but it was it was it was I thought it was pretty fatal but I, I don't know so I don't know how much is that instinct that I've got that kicks in to just make calls in their favor when I think there's a danger that the whole party's going to get killed by a were shark when the were shark turned up the cleric was actually paralyzed um, paralyzed for a number of minutes and I think yeah that's that's probably where I made a call too much in their favor I gave I gave the cleric a couple of opportunities to um to roll the usage die for the paralysis duration during the combat and really really should have been out for that whole combat but that seemed like it would be boring I think that's why I made that call it just seemed like it would be boring for the cleric to be to be sideline from the combat i don't think total party kill was my first my first concern but it was probably there subconsciously in the back of my mind that's something i've got, got to kind of work on you know how how much do i really believe that thing i keep saying life is cheap you can always roll up a new character i've just after all of these years of playing you know fifth head type games or pathfinder games where characters have been players have invested in those characters and um you know, you don't want to see them. You don't want to see them die. You don't have to deal with that. You don't want to have to work out the hassle of what you're going to do when you introduce this new character. What level you're going to put them at. All of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'll carry on thinking about that one. But overall, I think a really positive experience, and I'm really pleased. Um, really pleased that I got the opportunity to do that. Only five minutes. I realised at points there during that I was calling the usage die an encounter die. I don't know where I got that from, but I'm certainly not going to go back and re-record all of that. So I'm sure you can work it out and put up with it. I was talking about the usage die. Actually, just after I recorded these thoughts, I found that Kevin Madison on Dungeon Musings has done over an hour, a whole hour on um, on death in RPGs, handling death. Uh, implicit assumptions, game lethality levels. Uh, I'm not going to say too much about it, but I will give it a shout out. Definitely worth listening to. Very interesting, much more detailed treatment than I passed over here. Um, but this happens sometimes that things bubble up out of the ether on Anchor at similar times, on which more in this coming calling.
Yo, what up, Dave? It's Joe, man. Uh, another great episode, dude. Uh, the, <laughs> I just had a call because uh, a couple sessions ago, I actually gave uh, one of my players a bottle with a tiny ship in it. Uh, this ship also came fully equipped with a crew that were super scared when she opened up the bottle and looked inside. But I don't know what'll happen if they actually dump that out into some water. Maybe it'll grow to full size. Maybe they this ship's crew was cursed. I don't know. And that's what I love about it. I got that off of a random table. And I just kind of added a little bit to it. Added in the crew part to it. But I just, you know, I love the not knowing of what's going to happen. So keep up the good work, man. Keep rolling those random tables. Peace out. Yeah, cheers for listening, Joe. Cheers for the call-in. Always good to hear from you. What can I say? Great minds, strange synchronicities. Yeah, keep rolling on those random tables. I kind of think, I don't know if you've noticed, I feel the uh, the podcast is flowing a bit more these days. But one thing I haven't quite got sorted is my sign-off. Uh, I need to work on that. Uh, maybe I'll use something like that. Anyway, cheers for the call, Joe. Dave Shandy Andy here. You're even educating me now. Persiflage. I didn't know what that meant. I've had to look it up. Awesome. Cheers, Andy. Yeah, Dr. Aldridge, always uh, glad to oblige there. I uh, feel under a little bit of pressure now to keep the standard up. I'll see what I can do. Just see what else I did there. I dropped my, I dropped a cheeky honorific, which I shouldn't really do. But hey, we're talking after I've shut the door, so nobody's listening. <laughs>